The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my favorite co-host and yours, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Boland. G'day, Paul. Hello, everyone. And what are we talking about today? Uh, we have a whole bunch to talk about today. One thing I forgot when we were doing our uh, pre-show chat was we needed to talk about Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser? What Brandon do you do? Fraser. Uh, what do you do? What do you do? So- Actually, he left Hollywood because he was sexually assaulted after doing The Mummy is why he took a break. And he just talked about that in a new interview. Oh, for God's sakes. Him? All right. Him. He was sexually. It's, but a lot Have of you people, seen that guy? I mean, he, there was problems casting him because the dude's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, yeah. Well, look at Terry Crews. Well, yeah. But, I mean, Terry Crews is great support. You know, he doesn't normally get like the lead. I can't wait to see him in the new Deadpool movie, but you know, and I've always That's been a big fan of ta- big fan of Terry Crews, but yeah, Oof. okay. Yeah, I I was always a big. I actually like Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. I do, and he's, um, in my experience, a genuinely nice guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of the guys I've never heard anyone bitch about him doing anything bad to them. Yeah, I've, I've heard around about him stealing I've their worked- weed. I've worked, I've heard, I, okay, there is that. I've worked around him <laughs> twice, and uh, yeah, that, that this was years ago, and there was a bit of an aura of bong water going around. <laughs> but, <you know. clears throat> he was playing a drugged out rock star at the time I was watching it, but uh, I was working with him. But you know that you know maybe method acting. Who knows? No, <laughs> no, that's just him. <laughs> like that's something that I yeah I, I love I love the nice spin you're trying to put on it, but no he um. He he's just yeah he's he's been known to steal other people's weed, <laughs> okay, and he'll leave the money like he'd leave the money be like okay. sorry find any okay. here's hundred bucks. <laughs> there you go, there you go. He's paying more than that's more than market price probably. You know. Yeah, it was, I'm uh, sorry I take your weed. You know, it's <laughs> like okay, that's you know somebody takes like one of my one of my sodas out of the freaking fridge, fridge and a dollar's left behind. I don't get that mad well actually he was stealing uh dime bags and leaving hundreds so right. i think i think it's fine <laughs> yeah that's that's a bit of that's that's a bit over the going rate yeah yeah but it was, it was the hassle of them having to you know figure out weed um <laughs> so he's just i've never he's one of those guys that you just never hear anything bad about he's a big guy he's a goofy guy everyone i know has had a decent experience with him mm-hmm. they or or a neutral experience meaning they either didn't have a lot of dealing with him or he was awesome mm-hmm. mostly he was high it's like dealing with jason <laughs> siegel like the, the, they're the two guys that you just hear that either mm-hmm. it's a neutral experience or it was a good experience or the guy was just yeah. high. So Jason Siegel goes in that same category, just that big goofy high dude. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Brennan Fraser goes in that category and he just came out in an interview and talked about being sexually assaulted. Oh God. 
right. and and that's why he he really stepped back from Hollywood. And now he's really PG'd it up. Um, he said he's not going to go, you know, much further into detail. Mm. But it caused a lot of crisis in his life um, because a lot of people's response was, why didn't you do something? Like, well, because this was my boss. Yeah, and it's just, oh, God. Mm. And now the guy he called out, who I am legally not allowed to say by name, you guys can find it out. Seriously, Google it. I'm just not allowed to for <clears throat> reasons I've gotten in trouble with in the past. And we don't necessarily have to. It's called, you know, everybody knows how to Google. Yeah, Google him. Um, so I, I can't say the guy's name, but I will say he is dramatically smaller than Brandon Fraser. And But if he wanted to, he could have stopped him from working. He really could have. So that's not a, a that's not an invalid threat. Um, okay, so sorry, yeah. Brendan. That sorry that happened to you, Brendan. Jeez, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of like well, and a lot of the comments, like the girl on Twitter is currently asking, I have a young lady asking, was he raped? No, he wasn't raped. Sexual assault is different than rape. If it was rape, I would have said rape. Um, mm -hmm. but. So it's that doesn't make it less bad. I mean, yes, it's less bad. Obviously, sexual assault is less bad than rape, but it doesn't make it okay. Right. But when we're, so I when don't we're doing when we're doing that, that we're not in the neighborhood of okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's either was it a gold medal or a silver medal? You know, it's still they still medaled in the jackass Olympics. Yes, that is the perfect okay. way to put it, Paul. Yeah, um, we're just comparing forty times at this point. You know, so. Why, why like this? Here's one of the questions on Twitter. Why are you not allowed to say the guy's name? Um, because I have lots of contracts and I've had to sign lots of NDAs and I personally have had lots of issues with people or worked with people that have had lots of issues with people or yeah. I've worked for people that have had issues with people. So I, there are lots of things I can't say. And <laughs> since we're talking about a peckerhead who's willing to sexually assault somebody, they're probably also willing to sue, you know? They're already bad people. So see, I anyway. would have no problem with the suing part. It's it's the this normally if I if I did if I was allowed to say something, I have no problem saying anything. It's only when I have something shutting me up that I can't. Um, but I, I do say Google it. It's a really good interview. Uh, he talks about how shattering it was to his self worth, and he on the one hand had become this huge celebrity, right, and you know, he was married and he, he felt like he was at the top of the world. And then, then on the other, he said, I had this man make me feel like a sniveling coward and a little boy. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's yeah. an interesting drug. It's an interesting juxtaposition. And yeah, I it's think not always a matter of, you know, uh, the physically dominating somebody. somebody yeah. This guy was able to dominate him career wise, you know, and basically had the ability to affect his entire world. And that was the end of him working. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, something on Rotten Tomatoes you guys should check out. It's an old series, and it talks about why don't they work anymore. And on this oh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes series, you're actually going to find a lot of people that just stopped working for no reason are people that have come out during the Me Too movement. Um, and Brandon Fraser is one of them that stopped working because – you know, it's not for women. It's because they turned forty a lot of the time. But yeah. for men, for a I lot mean, of men, 
I, I can, I know you probably, you're going to agree with this next statement, but you know, sometimes Hollywood just makes me want to bathe. I know. You know? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel dirty a lot of the time. Um, and it sucks to say, but some of the nicest people I've met in Hollywood worked in porn. <laughs> so, so I, I don't know what to tell you. I have, you know, I got, uh, I got a, there are a lot of client. great people and there's a lot of great people in porn. Yeah. I don't know. I got a really outraged post when I uh, made a comment that Ron Jeremy was one of the nicest people to me when I first started um, that actually, you know, helped me um, when I kind of got myself into some jams mm-hmm. and they, I, I, boy, did I get a lot of shit for that because that was uh, endorsing Ron Jeremy and I should be ashamed of myself and know you know, I'm supposed to be a role model for women. I'm like, first yes. of all, if I am your role model, you have gone way the fuck off the rails. Number one. <laughs> Number two, um, because I, I am clear that I am morally bankrupt like that. I am honest. Um, but two, I, I don't understand why he can't be a nice guy. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much my. <laughs> now my my mantra has always been, you know, well, it it's the Tao of Dalton, basically. Uh, but you know, be nice. What's wrong with being nice? There's nothing wrong with it. You know, <clears throat> and there will be a time where you may not have to be, where you can't be nice. But you know, try the be nice thing first. Yeah, I mean, there there are points that even I have moral lines. Like I had uh, the Ku Klux Klan try and pay me for product placement not gonna fucking happen ever <laughs> um like, just, what the, what product with it what they, they've, they've got a new laundry detergent that bolster, keeps their hoods white or something they were, I mean, they, like, they were right. trying to bolster their image and they wanted to put a pro um a, a pro kkk you know oh. where we're just looking out for uh people and it's no different than the NAACP I'm like I don't remember the oh, NAACP lynching anybody <laughs> okay but they haven't in in the K well I'm really saying this the KKK <laughs> hasn't lynched anybody in a long time thankfully still doesn't mean they're not a giant bunch of douchebags but you know Okay, but if you're going to put them, if they're comparing themselves to the NAACP and you have to put them on the same level, name one time the NAACP lynched anybody. Mm, they well, chose that it's, it's worth fire, a, it, not me. <laughs> it's worth a Google, but I'm gonna, I'm pretty sure what the results are going to be. You know, <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. So that that was that was pretty interesting. We have about three minutes left, so we have to jam through a bunch of stuff. Um, Kate Middleton's sister, Pippa Middleton, her stepped her uh, new father-in-law just got arrested for uh, sexual assault on an underage girl. Awesome! The avalanche takes down another one. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Roseanne's back on air, and I love. Now I'm a huge Jeez. Sarah Gilbert fan. Fantastic. Fantastic fashion. Yeah, yep. I I've, loved it. Everybody needs to see it. It's what America needs right now. I you love. Know. Um, I found what I liked so much about the show coming back on. We have about two minutes left. Mm-hmm. Is John Goodman was a huge outspoken advocate for Bernie, then Hillary. Sarah Gilbert was huge for Bernie, then Hillary. Most, mm-hmm. um, Laurie Metcalf, Bernie, then Hillary. 
Roseanne was a huge supporter of Trump. So I love that these people yeah, have gotten together to show in, in real life their political ideology is worlds apart. Well, she's not a full supporter of Trump, but she is is like the uh, like where I was. Like Hillary was just unacceptable. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! She's she's anti-abortion. You got to read some of this. She's a hardcore. I'm anti-abortion. She seems she needs to be more of a libertarian anti- than anything else. No, you got to read some. She's a hardcore Republican. You got to read some of her stuff. It's it's pretty interesting. Um, I, I wish she was a libertarian because she has a great platform, and I think the Libertarian Party. Um, needs more of a platform in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they but, need to come up with a better candidate than Gary Johnson. Yes, <clears throat> um, but Roseanne, no, she's she's anti-abortion, even in cases of uh, um, a woman's life in peril. She is against uh, Planned Parenthood, hates social medicine, um, just really very, very Republican. And she did um, make a very good point on Jimmy Kimmel. It's like, what do you want, President Pence? You know, which is That's, just, that I would just be, disagree. oh my God, you know. That would be worse. Like, yes, I, I, he I could actually get, this, yeah, he would he be bad because he could done. actually get things done, you know. Um, and, but no, I agree. I'm not, and I'm not slamming Roseanne. She is entitled to what she believes. And the mm-hmm. best thing I heard was Sarah Gilbert. And I think Sarah Gilbert and Roseanne Barr now need to be the figureheads of both of these parties. Everyone hear me out real quick. Roseanne Barr, diehard Republican. Sarah Gilbert, diehard Democrat. Roseanne Barr, um, di- you know, was saying she she believes that uh, couples in gay relationships should have a right to a civil ceremony, but shouldn't be allowed to get married. Sarah mm-hmm. Gilbert is married to a woman, uh-huh. so really opposing views. And they yet are somehow they get along. Yep. Which we should, we should, which we should be, which what America should be looking at right now. There are people who have different opinions than you. Deal be with Sarah it. Sarah Gilbert and Roseanne. That's it. Yeah. There's, there's the wrap up. They're still working together. I mean, Sarah's an executive producer on the show, and well, it's fantastic. Roseanne said she wasn't up for the fight. She wasn't up to fight like she did last time. She actually agreed to come back to the show, but it's Sarah mm. Gilbert and uh, John Goodman that put the show back together and brought Wanda Sykes on as the head writer. Hmm. Yeah, so, it's it's fantastic. I watched both episodes, and I suggest everybody do the same. I think everyone should too, because they've really brought it in. Even politically, they're on different sides in the show. So if you get a chance, guys, check it out. It's really, really well done. For those of you that want it for nostalgia purposes, check it out. Um, we're not actually being we're not being paid to endorse this in any way, shape, or form. It's no, just but we wouldn't be we wouldn't be you know close to that idea. But, you know, no, no, we are open to wait. What company does it? I need to know what channel it's, on. it's a ABC show. I cannot do that. Paul is open to the idea mm-hmm. of being paid to endorse this completely and at 100%. You can contact me at the Militant Moderate uh, on either YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. You know, I'm here, I'm ready to go. When we come back, guys, we are going to be on with the fabulous Dr. Russ. We're going to talk a little bit about the swear jar. I'm going to be giving money to charity every time you guys can get me to swear. I put some money in the swear jar. Uh, Voice America is going to be matching my bad language. We're going to have that up next week. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with host of The Militant Moderate, my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer-Kroger. 
The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever given any thought to what is behind your insurance coverage? Many of us don't think of it as more than that premium you pay on a regular basis. Of course, until you actually need to use it. On CYA with Rhonda, you'll learn to cover your assets and find out what all of that insurance mumbo-jumbo really means. If you're looking for a lucrative career option, Rhonda Lukey will explain how to get into the insurance business. Listen live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with host of The Militant Moderate, my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin. G'day, Paul. Good day, and I believe we have Dr. Ross right now. We, we do. We have Dr. Ross on, so I want to welcome to the show everybody's favorite doctor, Dr. Ross. Thank you, Summer. Nice to be here. Thank you, Paul. No problem. So we have some interesting questions this week, and Alexis put them in um, as Dear Abby, usually we ask for people's names, but a lot of things we've been getting lately, people have been giving themselves funky monikers, so we kind of have just gone with that. Um, our first question, Dr. Russ, is Curious, from Curious in Anchorage, Alaska, who I'm guessing is about 13 with this phrasing, and if you're 13, Curious, stop watching the show or listening. Um, just, just by the way, where does fat go when you lose it? Do you shit it out or does it vaporize? WTF. Well, is that, does that count against you as far as, uh, use of profanity? <laughs> no, no. The questions aren't going to count. If somebody else writes it, I don't get in trouble okay. for that. I don't think. Uh, so we're, we're safe on that. Fair enough. Curious. Um, uh, what, what happens when the fat uh, goes away? You, you metabolize it. In other words, your body uses the stored fat to energize your bodily processes. Ultimately, the waste products end up as nitrogenous compounds that are urinated or defecated, as you had alluded to, or... Uh, the oxygenated carbon that you exhale is, uh, that is uh, carbon dioxide, is 
also part of the uh, metabolic process. There, there are two metabolic pathways, uh, oxidative phosphorylation and the Krebs cycle, that take place in the mitochondria uh, of, our, of our cells. And uh, really that's it in a nutshell. There's a whole science of uh, biochemistry where these geniuses figured it all out. So uh, uh, that, that's the answer to your question in a nutshell. And if you're a young man, you should uh, maybe look, uh, study it in, in your... Uh, in your science textbooks to get a more thorough uh, explanation. It's really beyond the scope of our discussion to uh, go into too many details. So the answer is because science and maybe, okay, and then curious, I in Anchorage, Alaska, I would look it up some more. Yes. Okay, our next question is from Fat and Frumpy. I actually really liked this name, but not as much as I do the last one. I, I got to tell you. <laughs> so Fat and Frumpy said, I have four children as I get older and after breastfeeding, my tits keep sagging. I, I, I really have trouble with this language and I think they're doing it on purpose. <laughs> my question for you is, <laughs> if boobs are fat, how can I gain weight there and make them perky and firm, but lose it everywhere else? My tits keep sagging, but my st cellulite stays firm in place. Help. Uh, well, uh, fat and frumpy, um, uh, that's a, a courageous name to, to go around with that name. But uh, <laughs> your breast tissue is, is replaced by less buoyant tissue as time goes on. And... Uh, what people do if it troubles them is they have implants, uh, if they're dissatisfied with the ways of nature, uh, make sure even though you're not happy with your breasts that you have yearly mammograms and uh, possibly see a gynecologist for hormonal replacement therapy, uh, estrogens, progesterone, which may help uh, in your situation. There's no guarantee of that. That's very, very good answer. So that's fat and frumpy in Wichita, Kansas. Our next one is low-hanging fruit in San Francisco, California. Um, oh, that one's loaded. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait mm -hmm. for it. There's a bit of innuendo there. Yeah. All right. Go on. Man to man, my testicles look like two marbles in a long, chewed up, stretched out bubblegum sack. I can nearly sit on them now. Is this due to weight gain, and how can I fix this? I'm sick of pinching them when I sit down, and I'm back on the dating market. My partner just left me for a younger man, and I'm worried about a new man seeing me naked. Boxer briefs. <laughs> just the, boxer briefs. The yeah. bubblegum got give, to me. Give him a little, yeah, give him a little support. Incredibly descriptive. Incredibly mm -hmm. descriptive. Good question. The prior, uh, like the prior listener, you're uh, uh, focused on the normal aging process rather than a, a particular malady. Um, it's possible that you have an abnormally low testosterone level, uh, but this too is not necessarily due to a disease process. Um, it's difficult at times 
to distinguish between the walking wounded and the worried well. Uh, get help from your doctor with a general history and physical, uh, as well as a problem-focused visit, and uh, you know that might include a, a testosterone level. Uh, so I, I wouldn't uh, worry about this. Uh, this is uh, it's fascinating how Nate, how uh, time will change our bodies in certain ways. Don't, don't get upset about it. I think that was a very, very nice way to put it. I'm, I, I got to give you guys points for the names. I, I don't know who started this and you guys have been chatting on my Twitter. I've had like 4,000 people chatting on my Twitter and these are the names that they came up with. So uh, it's, it's actually pretty awesome. Um, but if you're back on the dating market, if he left you for a young guy, you can do better than him anyway. I just got to say that. He's a dick. Um, and I'll put that in the swear jar. All right, Dr. Russ, uh, what was your favorite question today? Well, I like the question from Curious because it, it's really uh, um, a logical question, and uh, uh, the answer is uh, due to the research of you know, many over the years. And uh, we, we stand on the shoulders of giants, the, these uh, biochemists that worked all these uh, issues and, and questions out. So uh, I, I, I like the first question. Curious from Alaska. Anchorage, Alaska. Okay, curious. Courtesy of Dr. Ross, we're going to be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet. For everyone else that wants to get your own copy of the Palm Springs Diet, you can go to authorhouse.com. You can go to kennethrossmd.com. Um, I really suggest you either go to Amazon or Walmart or go go to one of those places. Go to an online retailer. We'll put up a link. I'm also going to put up a link to the new Palm Springs diet because you all yelled at me last time. So I'm just not doing this anymore. We're putting up a link. So if you want it, go to the link. Do not Google it. And if you Google it and you yell at me, I'm going to be pissed. Go to the link for the new Palm Springs diet. Um, the new Palm Springs diet is phenomenal. It's a sublingual spray that, that calms down the appetite. I have a fighter, a friend of the show, Jared Fjorda, is actually using this before his next fight because he has to cut weight. And rather than doing it the traditional way, which all the boys do, he's actually doing it with this spray and with the Palm Springs diet. Um, Dr. Russ, do you have anything you want to say to everyone? Well, just uh, on a personal note, Summer, I, we're, we're both so busy. Uh, I was just wondering how your knee was coming along. My knee is much, much better. Um, Dr. Russ, for those that don't know, uh, gave me a shot in the knee. It is not an experience I ever want to repeat. It was horrible, but I can walk now. So it, it was worth <laughs> it. Um, I'm, I'm, well, I'm walking and moving, and it really doesn't hurt now. I feel a lot, lot better. So thank you very, very much for that. It, it was terrible. I never want another shot in the knee. That was, the, I mean, shockingly <laughs> uncomfortable, but um, absolutely worth it. I feel a lot better. All right. Okay, Summer, Paul, have, have a nice weekend, and uh, talk to you soon. Happy Easter, by the way. Thank you. Happy Easter, Dr. Russ. And for you everyone well. out there, like I said, we're going to put a copy of the new Palm Springs Diet 
um, up on my Twitter. We'll put it up on the Twitter for behind the scenes. We're just going to do it that way because I don't want to get yelled at again. Um, I love the nicknames you guys are coming up with, these, these funky, funky nicknames. Um, fat and frumpy, courtesy of... <laughs> Um, I just, I love the name. Curtis the low-hanging Nicole. fruit one, that's the one that really I, got me. Uh, yep, there's a ton was, of it in I that. thought that was, that, that is a really, really original. Um, I wish, I wish I would have came up with that one, but good for him. All right. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to send a 24-hour lipstick, uh, courtesy of LipSense. It's 24-hour lipsticks, lipstick to Fat and Frumpy and low-hanging fruit. Uh, we have a we have some sex toys that Alexis gives away each week. I'm going to let you take a pick of those just because just be careful. Um, Cause these were some very interesting nicknames, not even the questions, just the nicknames. When we come back, we are going to be on with Retha Gray talking about Hollywood. She's been around for quite a while. I'm not going to age her, but she's worked with Betty White on off their rockers. Um, you name it. She's done it. She's been around forever. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, Paul Michael Boland, host of The Militant Moderate. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. 
You can Ooh. find the Militant Moderate on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. iTunes uh, plus our YouTube channel. Follow me on Facebook. You know, like me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. I'm around. You can find him on my shit. We always have links up to him. So like, mm-hmm. just just because I know you'll find me, I get the abusive emails. So <laughs> come find Paul. Like, then you mm. can talk to Paul. Um, I think Paul and I kind of made an executive decision during the break. Um, we decided whoever has, we're going to do our giveaway for whoever has the coolest nickname now. Or username, I think is what Or username. Yeah, 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 username. Because I really liked what everyone did this week. Mm. And Alexis, Alexis is still going to do Alexis's giveaway for whatever she decides on. Um, we have a very special guest with us today. We have um, a wonderful actress. She's been in the industry for a very long time. Again, I'm not going to date her. She's worked with legends, walked among them, and has really become a legend herself. I would like to welcome to the show Miss Retha Gray. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Well, I, hi, welcome to the show. Uh, can you tell everyone, give them like your, th- well, I guess you wouldn't have a 30-second elevator pitch. You've been doing this way like too long to even bother. But if you can tell everyone a little about yourself, um, I'd love that. Okay, well, I'm Risa Gray, and I was on the Betty White's Off Their Rocker show for three seasons, two on NBC, one on Lifetime. I thought you said I've been around forever. I don't know if it's been quite forever, but I have been around Sorry. for a while. I started back in the 70s. And matter of fact, a movie I did back in the 70s just came out on Blu-ray on the 27th, which is just amazing to me because when I shot that film, there was no DVD, there was no VHS. There was no way I thought that this movie would live on <laughs> to 2018, Ooh. so I'm amazed at that. Um, what's the name of the movie? Yeah, what's the name of the movie? Well, the name of the movie is called Welcome Home, Brother Charles. And it was during that era when everybody got naked in film, so what can I say? It's not a porn film. <laughs> but hey, I've been naked in film. Paul's been naked in film. We get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you, it's, it, it, we're all You're friends here. It's company. fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're in good company. Besides, my, so, my, rule, my rule is if Dame Hel- Helen Mirren can do it, you can do it. Anyone can do it. Once Dame Helen Mirren can do it. Works for me. <laughs> but, that, I, but it's astounding to me that it's coming out on Blu-ray. Who would have thunk, you know? And uh, I worked in films and TV in the 70s and the 80s. I did a, uh, I had my own casting company called Gray Images. I did extra casting and some primary casting. And I got out of the business in the 90s, came back in the early 2000s, and I've been working since. So what is the draw? Why do you keep coming back? Because the way you the way you describe it, it sounds like a bad relationship. Like I did it for a while, I escaped, and then I got lured back in again. It most sounds people like have like a love hate. <laughs> yeah, most people have like a love hate relationship with this town. I mean, it's we were big, talking about how exactly. the town. Yeah, we were, we were talking earlier about how the town really makes us want to bathe. A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's you know you can only take so much abuse, and <laughs> as much as you love the business, it there are parts of it that are just abusive. 
And so the first segment, I was acting, and it was really hard in the 70s. So I went into casting, and that I, that kind of fell into my lap, and I loved it. But casting is a grueling, grueling job. It's 24-7. You're responsible for anything that goes wrong with any of the actors that you cast, that you put on the set. doesn't matter whether or not it's your fault. They blame you. And then I just got out of it all together. And then I separated from my husband. I had to go back to work. So I thought, what do I do? Oh, I act. So I had to go back to acting. But I've actually enjoyed acting better this time around than I ever did before. I like that. So, so your husband's loss was Hollywood's gain. Yes. I like that. Now, I'm going to ask you, a lot of people have weighed in on it, and I've got girls bombarding me on Twitter. Um, as a woman of color, they clearly Googled you very quickly. As a woman of color, how do you feel the Me Too movement has changed Hollywood? I don't think that applies as, as a woman of color or not a woman of color. I think that's as a woman, but whatever, fine. Absolutely, and I have... I take kind of a less popular position on it. Uh, it definitely was needed, but people are acting like, oh, when did this start happening? It's always happened. It's always yep. been there. And I take the position that there's no excuse for men's bad behavior, none. I don't care if a woman's standing there butt naked. There's no excuse for a man's bad behavior if she says no. But we as women have allowed so much stuff to go on for so long that it really is time's up. And even when I came back into the business, I would go to events, and I would just be astonished with what the young girls would allow the men to do publicly. Yep. And and we did. I mean, how many years did men slap us on the butt and we laughed? You Last know? week. Last week. Exactly. Yeah, I'm talking maybe Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Last week. You know, me. this is this this has gone on forever. How many how much do have we said, you know, when the guy says, you know, I want you and the woman says no and he says, Oh, she really wants me and we've giggled. It wasn't funny, and it is time's up for all of us to stop accepting that behavior, and men have clearly, I mean, the stories that they're telling now, I can't believe that men are just that gross, it, at least back no, in the we're, day we're, when we're, I was we are, young. We are pretty gross, you know, I think, yeah, that, yeah. sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah, but, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. See, I'm Amazingly. not surprised. And the bad stories I've heard and the ones that I've been witness to, and I mean with some A-listers, haven't even come out yet. Oh, absolutely. Like, they haven't even scratched the surface of some of the wicked, nasty stuff that's gone on. And I thought it was bad when I was young, but I, I don't think it reached the proportions that it is now. I mean, men were gross then, too, but I, I can't imagine a man going into the bathroom and then coming out fully naked when you're there for a business meeting. Now, they would hit on you. They'd try to get you drunk. They'd uh, get actually, you high. Actually, that happened to my mom in the 70s. 
um, oh. repeatedly. So when I started modeling, um, when I started, especially when I started working for Victoria's Secret and I started doing um, my modeling, my mom, up until I was like 18, she was on me, my dad was on me like white on rice. Anyone looked at me, my mom was screaming jailbait. And she still goes to events with me and has still gone after men that have gotten too flirtatious. And I'm 30 um, well, because the, the, she had the a f- women. The women nowadays, though, their mothers are there and their mothers are not saying anything. Yep, that's what that, freaks that's me out. That's the difference. That's, I was amazed. Well, I, would, I would watch the mothers stand there and watch these dirty old men put their hands on their daughters and they wouldn't say a word. Yeah. They believe it's how you get ahead. They've done it. They were talking, uh, I think one of the worst was uh, uh, Barbara Walters um, actually hushed Corey. Was it Corey Feldman or Corey? It was Corey Feldman when mm-hmm. he was talking about um, he and Corey Haim being assaulted. And Corey Feldman got stabbed last night. Oh, God. No, two well, nights ago. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear Allegedly. That. Allegedly, uh, they, they're mm-hmm. having a whole controversy over that, which is also yeah. crazy. Yeah, he wasn't stabbed with a knife. It appears to be he was stabbed with a needle. So he was right, worried about me. He I got heard. injected with something. Yeah. He, the whole. Yeah, he's supposed to do an interview on one of the radio shows I listen to out here. So I'll probably have more information next week. So. Please do. But that, that was one of the ones that shocked me um, was that people are not only complicit, but they aid. They aid in in the quiet, and I don't know if people have necessarily gotten worse, um, but it is not getting any better. Front no, and I... and for people on Twitter, Google people. You have Google rather than tweeting me. Google the word. The word is brazen. I'm sorry, Miss Gray. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fighting with Twitter. Um, I, I think people are much more brazen than they used to be. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And it's really shocking because there's so many more ways to out people now that it's, it's terrible that's going on. But I do think that it's out in the open now. I'm hoping men are afraid. I hate to see people lose their jobs. I, I think uh, Billy Bush, to me, was the most unfortunate casualty of war. Um, he didn't really do anything other than giggle. And mm-hmm. I don't know if Billy Bush will ever come back from that. And oh, I think won. the ones that may be falsely accused, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not accusing any woman of lying. Their story is their story. Their truth is their truth. I'm sure if I told some of my stories, the men on the other side would say, that's not how I saw it. I really thought you wanted me. You know, it's like, yeah. no, I kept saying no, but that's not wanting you. But I, I, I do hope enough people lose their jobs and there's enough backlash that Hollywood will be a safer place for women and men, because it's not just women. No, it's, it's really not. We were talking about that at the beginning of the show. Brandon Frazier actually just came out and talked about leaving because he was assaulted. Um I think I, I agree with you on Billy Bush. I think he is a casualty, uh, but I do believe as well the old adage: the only thing it takes for evil men to thrive is for good men to do nothing. I think yeah. sometimes standing there can make you just as culpable. But if you look at it from a real perspective, Billy Bush 
wasn't in the position to argue and people don't realize that with actors someone like Billy Bush is just as cornered in a lot of ways as anyone else because if he had pissed off I'm let's cut out who the interview was let's pretend it wasn't Trump let's make it Meryl Streep um or let's make it you know what let's not make it Meryl Streep let's make it Warren Buffett let's say it was Warren Buffett because Trump polarizes everyone let's choose someone Mm -hmm. else if he had chewed out Warren Buffett for saying those things and I was his producer, I would have fired him. He would and have I know fired I sound like a, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think people take into account Billy Bush just didn't have the power in his own position to do very much. No, he really didn't. And I, I, I think the moment I saw the tape the first time, I said, Billy is going to burn for this. It's it's unfortunate. They're going to get him for this. And oh, yes. they did. But hopefully now, when you out someone, you know, when you're the whistleblower, you won't have those type of repercussions anymore. You know, I'm not seeing... I'm not seeing that. Um, one of the people I follow on Twitter is the News Diva. Quick shout out if you guys want uh, news that's not partisan. She puts up from both sides. She puts it up from Fox. She puts it up from CNN, BBC. She puts it up from across the board and she puts it up from entertainment places. It's not partisan and there are no, um, she doesn't write commentary or anything else. It's just just news on your Twitter feed. So, you know, you're not getting it from a bot, which is why I follow. Um when when I see what's coming up, though, it's not – the whistleblowers are still getting in trouble. And Hollywood's closing rank in a really dark way. Um, and I really don't want to focus on this. I want to talk more about you. But <laughs> I, I do know that they're closing rank in a really dark way. And they're shutting people down in a really dark way. I've had friends of mine call and say, can you can you say that I'm not a bad guy? Like, well, I can say you didn't sexually harass me, but I don't think that's going to help you. Um, it, it's really closing rank. And, you know, the, the president of the academy is in trouble, which is not a secret. He was always into underage girls. Um, well, it's so it's, rampant. It's, it's just it's, been yeah. so rampant. When I was doing casting... Literally, I was doing extra casting at one point, paying people $35 a day cash to work as extras. And I was young, but young guys would throw themselves at me. It, it was just unbelievable what at least would you go got- on. So, so many people are guilty of so much stuff. Oh, They're closing I ranks because get- they don't want to get caught. And that's it. I have young girls that come up to my assistant. They'll say my boss is an executive, my boss is a producer, or depending on what gig I'm on. And they'll say, I'll sleep with your boss if he'll give me a job. She's like, I don't think she'll like that. And at least you had young guys throwing themselves at you. I had a guy, no joke, five foot tall, 350 pounds, completely bald, offered to sleep with me if I'd give him a part in a TV show. Well, that's just it. The young guys were at least tempting. The 300-pound ball guys weren't even tempting. And he was five foot tall. And Alexis was useless. She wouldn't even help. She couldn't stop laughing long enough to help me. You kind of got to respect them for for asking, you know? I I, I do. You said no. He's got to respect the no, though. He's got to respect the no. He did respect the no. My thing is, 
either hit on me or ask for a job. Don't do it in one breath. Um, but I have young girls that hit on me. And I'm, oh, I'm you going, lucky woman. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But that's it. It's, but it. it's people looking to trade their body for a job. Exactly. And it, and it's been around forever. And I, I hope it, I hope it's better. And, and even the things that they ask you to do in film and TV, you would think at some point in life it would stop. I did a, it was a, for a commercial, but I did an audition the other day in a bathing suit. I mean, really? And it was supposed to be funny, but it's not really funny making fun of older women in bathing suits, you know? Well, I've had to wear a little black dress a couple of times, so, you know, it happens. <clears throat> it happens. Yep. <laughs> It's, it's true. Now, can I ask you, I'm going to, I know we don't have a lot of time. We got really got on this. The two questions we always ask everyone, Miss Gray, are what was your best and worst experience in the industry? And I always like to start with worst because then we can move on to best. What was your worst experience in the industry? My worst experience was probably the movie we talked about, Welcome Home, Brother Charles. It was a situation where the leading man wanted favor for getting me this part in the movie and I had made it pretty clear no and he I think he got that but what he neglected to tell me and what they've neglected to show me in the script were my nude scenes and so the day before they hand me the pages as if they had magically appeared and we had shot half the film so I couldn't you know just say no I won't do it so I said, okay, you get one shot. I'm going to, you get one take. So whatever you want to do, you better do it in that one take because I'm not doing a second take. And he did whatever he felt like doing during that one take. And I knew I couldn't cut it. I couldn't do anything or else I was going to have to do the scene again. So I did it. And it was I'm that not to me. That's awful. That was, it was awful. It was my. It was the worst experience. And, but I, compared to what other people have gone through, I realize it's really not that bad because there, you know, there were cameras, there were people there, so it wasn't like rape. He could not rape me in front of all these people, or maybe he could have. I don't know. But yeah, he went much further than I thought he should. So that was my That's... worst experience. Just because people have been through more doesn't make that okay. And him taking advantage of a scene is a good reason you should have held you should you should have hit him in the crotch. That's how the scene should have ended. When they yelled cut, you should have hit him straight in the crotch. Um, and they would have. I I didn't think about it at the time. I was too young to think about that at the time <laughs> because they already had the film, so they you know they could cut that. I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut the end bit where he's vomiting blood. That's perfect. Right. Um, moving on from, I'm really sorry, that's terrible. Moving on from that awful experience, what was your best experience? Working with Betty White. Betty White was just wonderful. Everything that's ever been said good about her is true times a thousand. She is uh, professional. She's funny. She's witty. One time I came to the set and there's a, a meme that's out with Betty and I where we're clinking this, these huge wine glasses. 
And the day they were shooting that, they decided to pump smoke into the scene to give it atmosphere. And it, I reacted to it, and I was sneezing, my eyes were watering, and I was thinking to myself, this woman is going to ask me to be taken off the set. You know, she's older, and I'm, you know, she's, I know she thinks I'm dying. And she was so sweet. She was like, are you okay? Do we need to get you something? Do you want some tea? She was just wonderful. And working with her, she didn't work with us a lot on the show because we did do pranks. But we did do scenes with her as, like, her minions. And every scene we worked with her, she was just wonderful. It's wonderful. What advice would you have now that we're getting to the end of the show? We have about three minutes left. I'm going to send guys, I'm going to put up um, a link to the militant moderate so that you can um, watch Paul. I'm going to put up a link to Miss Retha so you, you can go to her social media. And I want to put up a link to all of our sponsors. But the question I'm getting in persistently and the question we always ask, and I'm afraid we'll run out of time if we don't ask it, what advice would you have to somebody coming into this industry? If you can do anything else and be happy, do it. <laughs> anything else, anything else, then do it. If you can't live without being in this industry, then follow your dream, follow your heart. I like that. That is very, very good advice. Um, if people want to follow you, where can they find you? Are you on Twitter, Facebook? Where, where is your social media that people can stalk you? I'm on everything. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of it. And it's all Retha Gray, R-E-A-T-H-A-G-R-E-Y. And we will, of course, put a link up to all of that. Um, Miss Retha, we're going to send you courtesy of 24-hour lipstick. We use it on all the red carpets. It's from LipSense. It's a 24-hour lipstick. They use it on Broadway and everything else. They do all of our uh, red carpet makeup, and I wanted to send you uh, some of their lipsticks, so I'm going to do that. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me, and look for me this season on Teachers and Legion and Grace and Frankie. Well, what we can ask is when you do, tag us in your posts, and we'll talk about it that week on the show and get everyone watching. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with host of The Militant Moderate, my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin, speaking to the incredible Retha Gray. You can find her. She's been in everything. Um, but we're going to put up some links to where you can find her and follow her. She is funny. She is smart. She's incredibly talented. Thank you for joining us this week on Behind the Scenes. We'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.